Welcome to the British Sports Car Podcast. Join me, Sarah, and Nick, our resident sports car expert, as we bring you all the latest news from the top tiers of British motorsport, including British GT, GT Cup and Brick Car, as well as British motorsport interests from around the world. Hello and welcome to From the Racetrack, the qualifying day episode for the Silverstone 500. My name's Nick Smith, I'm one of the two hosts of the British Sports Car Podcast. I'm the one that does the From the Racetrack recordings uh, with the results of what happened on qualifying and race day. Now, as usual, there is confessions to make. Usually the confession is it's not been recorded actually at the racetrack, but it is today, I'm looking and I can see a track running around the wrong way around the Silverstone Grand Prix circuit. I can see grandstands and commentary boxes. So I'm actually at the racetrack in the media center, but it's not Saturday. The reason for this is that yesterday it was rather wet and there was a lot of disruption. The qualifying session was actually abandoned. Uh, nobody knew what had happened until the evening when the series released a grid, um, basically, or a result for qualifying, which is actually based on free practice two. So without any further ado, I'm going to get into what happened in the British GT race meeting yesterday in qualifying day. British GT News. So the big happenings of free practice one then. Um, we had an incident between the Optimum Motorsport McLaren 720S GT3 Evo. This is the Mark Ratcliffe driven car. He was at the wheel at the time. He shares with Rob Bell in the in the number 27 machine. Uh, coming down into Brooklands, gaggler traffic ahead, tried to pass a Janetta at the same time that the number 18, the Team Parker Racing Porsche 718 Cayman GT4 RS Club Sport of Zach Meakin and Dan Vaughan. Not sure which one of those was behind the wheel at the time. They had a coming together. Uh, the McLaren came back rather heavily damaged. The Team Parker racing car did take some damage, did come back to the pits, but wasn't as, as nearly as damaged as the McLaren, which actually ended up needing a new chassis um, as a result of the impact. At least I believe it was a new chassis. We've got a, uh, got a notification through from the stewards as to what, what happened there. I just need to find it. Yes, here we go at 11.25 on the 6th of the 5th. Uh, there was a request from the team manager of Car27 uh, to replace the chassis and engine of car number 27. That request was granted. Um, so very severe damage to that car. It's the Porsche coming off much lighter. The session ended thanks to a 
red flag. This is that the Enduro Motorsport number 17 McLaren Artura, the only fan-sponsored car of Harry, um, I believe it's Harry George this weekend, and he is not sharing with Harry Nunn. He's sharing with Darren Burke instead. Um, engine let go. Uh, through a rod. Rod went through the engine and through the floor, causing very significant damage. That was another car that has since been granted permission to have other works done to it. Um, here we have a notice of a clerk of the court's decision uh, that the request was received from the team manager. Um, car 17 was involved in a major engine failure. The team wished to replace the engine. Permission is granted uh, for the team to remove the car from the circuit to carry out the engine replacement. So they've actually had to take that back to the factory to get that one done. Uh, the car be required to be represented to the eligibility of the safety scrutiny prior to rejoining the event. Um, so we will do some checking to see whether that car is actually going to make it out for the race or whether that damage has fully sidelined it. That really was the highlights of free practice one though. Other than that, it's just a making progress session. Team Abba Racing basically sat the session out. Uh, they went out, checked everything was working, and then parked the car because the greasy transitional um, uh, feel of the track, really they weren't going to learn what they needed to learn ahead of qualifying and the race. Free practice two then, and this was a much quieter session. The only real standout was right at the start when the Paddock Motorsport, the GT4 car of Kavi, Jandu and Tom Rawlings was given a drive-through penalty for being out early in the in the fast lane before they were allowed to be as a GT4 car. What we didn't know at the time is that the session was going to become much more important. And this is of particular um, of particular import to the number 14 Century Motorsport car um, and the number 38 Simpson Motorsport, both BMW M4 GT4s. Because we came to qualifying and the race before qualifying was um, basically under safety car twice, then red flagged because of Jesse Junior cars spurting off all over the place as a result of the weather. Now, this then meant that when we got to qualifying for British GT, we sent out the GT3 AMs. Straight away, it was red flagged because of an incident involving two cars, the number, again, 27 Optimum Motorsport McLaren and the 84 Greystone GT McLaren. They quickly got back to the pits um, and were able to go out again, uh, but it did cause a red flag early on in the session. When they started the session again, all the cars went out. Andrew Howard, of course, being the amateur in the number 97 car, had the Aston Martin by the, uh, by the steering wheel, was hustling a little bit around the Maggots, Beckett's and Chapel complex, came out of Chapel onto the hangar straight, got it roughly straight, put his foot down and the back end just snapped out. It speared to the left-hand side and T-boned the wall and was stuck on the grass at the side of the hangar straight. So the session was red flagged again. The car was recovered back to the pits. But 
they then took some time to assess the situation on the circuit and it was assessed as being too much standing water for the session to continue so it was pushed back and then the race direction team went out and assessed the circuit and it was pushed back again and then the race direction team went out again and assessed the circuit and instead of pushing it back a third time they abandoned the session now this left us with a little bit of a problem because everybody was sat here thinking oh god uh, what do we do now for setting a grid and we all dived to the regulations which told us quite handily what we needed to do so the regulation in question is regulation 41.4.1 and it tells us that qualifying will take place as follows and this is all based on an hour for the qualifying session so from 0000 to 0010 we'll have q1 gt3 and gtc drivers driven by drivers one go out etc we all know the pattern gt3 am goes first then gt3 pro then gt4 am then gt4 pro um, it then says that should either or both drivers not be able to set a lap time during the qualifying session the team may be allowed to start at the back of the grid of their category at the discretion of the clerk of the course organizers reserve the right to amend the qualifying format via bulletin on event or during the season now then it goes on to what happens in in certain cases you get down towards the bottom of this particular regulation and it says in the case that for any reason the qualifying session cannot take place for either category or the periods gt3 q1 or q2 or gt4 q3 or q4 are stopped before times can be set the best time for each driver during the free practice two session will be used to set the grid if q1 or q3 is affected the best time from driver one will set the grid for race one if q2 or q4 is so affected the best time from driver two will set the grace set the grid for race two what it doesn't say here is what happens in endurance races but we are all aware that for the endurance races the grid is set as a as a total of the time set by both drivers so if andrew howard went out and set a two minute lap time and then ross gun went out and set a one minute 59 second lap time then the qualifying time for the aston martin number 97 would be three minutes 59 seconds and then you've grid up your grid like that now we knew that was going to happen because we'd dug it out of the regulations and tom hornsby the media man for british gt very kindly came out and briefed us all on what was going to happen uh so we knew what would happen there but it was quite a while before the timekeepers had produced the document which gave us the best times in gt4 and in gt3 so last night i couldn't actually record an episode because by the time the timekeepers had released the document with the fastest times from gt3 and gt4 combined in the session i'd already gone through the results book found the fastest times for each driver built a spreadsheet figured it out was trying to figure out how to convert that from 263 second combined lap times into four minutes and 24 26 seconds or whatever it would be um, and then i was disrupted by some very good news about an impending 
arrival in my family. So I had to go do some family time. Um, so by about half past 10, it was a bit too late for me to sit down and record. So I thought I'd come down to the circuit nice and early and record this here. What we do need to do now is figure out a grid. And based on the results of free practice two, the grid for the Silverstone 500 three-hour race this afternoon will be as thus. The number eight Team Abba Racing Mercedes AMG will start on pole Richard and Sam Neary sharing the driving. This is the head of the number 15 Ram Racing Mercedes AMG GT3 Evo, John Ferguson and Raffaele Marciello sharing the driving. There. The number one car, this is 2C's Motorsport, Ian Loggy and Jules Gounon will start third, Mercedes AMG GT3 Evo, ahead of their teammate car, the number four, 2C's Motorsport of James Cottingham and Johnny Adam. Beach Dean Motorsport will start in fifth, despite the fact Andrew Howard's accident caused the red flag, which actually finished off qualifying. <laughs> qualifying just didn't happen. Um, so if they've got the car repaired, and they should have had the car repaired, it wasn't that badly damaged. Andrew Howard and Ross Gunn will share the inside of row three. Barwell Motorsports, Sean Balfe and Sandy Mitchell have the outside of row three in the Lamborghini Huracan GT3 Evo 2, ahead of Inception Racing, Brendan Iribe and Ben Barnicote in a McLaren 720S GT3 Evo, the number 70 car. This is the first of a number of cars which do not count for points. The second car that doesn't count for points starts on the outside of row four. This is the number 66 Team Parker Racing Porsche 911 GT3R 992, the new shape car, and the car that they are racing in the Michelin Le Mans Cup uh, for the full season. But their race, um, I believe it was Imola, uh, for this weekend has been cancelled. So they thought, well, we planned on going racing. Let's swing past Silverstone and see what happens there. Uh, this is Nick Jones and Scott Malvin in the Team Parker Racing Run number 66. So on the inside of row five, ninth place goes to Garage 59, the number 88 McLaren 720S GT3 Evo. Alex West and Marvin Kirchhoff are sharing the driving in that car. It is the seventh placed full season entry ahead of the number 27 in 10th place the outside of row five for optimum motorsports mclaren 720s evo as well mark radcliffe and rob bell didn't have the world's best practice sessions but still managed to start just inside the top 10. just out of the top 10 the outs the inside sorry of row six goes to the number three greystone gt mercedes amg GT3 Evo for Mike Price and Callum McLeod. They'll start ahead of the number 72 Barwell Motorsport Lamborghini Huracan GT3 Evo of Mark Samson and Will Tregertha. The number 77 Enduro Motorsport McLaren of Morgan Tilbrook and Marcus Clutton starts in 13th place, which would be the inside of row 7. They... Uh, they will start alongside the number 11 car, similarly equipped Mark Smith and Martin Plowman, number 11, Paddock Motorsport McLaren. 15th place on the grid and the inside of row 8 goes to Race Lab 
the number 13 McLaren of Lucky Carer and Ewan Hankey, starting alongside the number 93 McLaren of Sky Tempesta Racing. In 16th place, Kevin Say and Chris Froggart. 17th place overall, that's going to be the inside of what, row 9 now, aren't I? Um, is Orange Racing by JMH for Simon Orange and Michael O'Brien, again in a McLaren 720S GT3 Evo. And that brings us to the end of a solid block of five McLarens, because the outside of row nine, I said, didn't I, is Century Motorsport, number 91 car, a BMW M4 GT3 of Darren Long and Dan Harper. The inside of row 10 went to the other Team Parker Racing GT3 car. This is the Porsche 911 GT3R, the 991.2 car uh, for Alex Martin and Charles Bateman, number 64, with the number 50. This is Drive Tax Mercedes AMG GT3 Evo, Chris Hart and James Wallace. Now, this car will not be embarrassed to be starting quite so far down the order. Bearing in mind they made their British GT debut last time out in a GT4 car. They've stepped up to a full season campaign in the GT3 machine. The 21st place car, 80, number 84, McLaren 720S for Greystone GT of Andrew Gilbert and Fran Bruder. With Greystone GT's other McLaren, the full season entry of Andre Borodin and Oliver Webb, the number 24 car, starting in 22nd place. The number 42 for Race Lab, Ian Campbell and James Kell, again another McLaren, starts in 23rd with the final GT3 car, the number 19 Blackthorn Run Aston Martin V8 Vantage AMR GT3 for Claude Bove and David McDonald. So that is the starting order for the GT3 cars. The GT4 cars start thusly. The Team Parker Racing Porsche 718 Cayman GT4 RS Club Sport of Zach Meakin and Dan Vaughan starts on pole, the number 18 car. With the number 90 car of Jack Brown and Charles Clark, this is the Optimum Motorsport McLaren Artura on the outside of row one. The number 23 car for R Racing, the Aston Martin V8 Vantage AMR GT4, not the only Aston Martin in GT4, this weekend, uh, but the only one was Seb Hopkins and Josh Miller behind the wheel, and the only one starting on the inside of row two. Outside of row two went to DTO Motorsport, number 36 McLaren Artura for Josh Rowledge and Aston Miller, with the number 62 car on the inside of row three, Matt Nickel Jones and Wilmore in the Ford Mustang GT4 number 62. Sixth place on the grid, the outside of row three, went to the number 55 car, Michael Kreese and Tom Holland for Raceway Motorsport in the Janetta G56 GT4, with Sentry Motorsport on the inside of row four. This is the number 22 car, BMW M4 GT4 for Carl Cavers and Lewis Plato. In eighth place, the outside of row four, the number 56 Raceway Motorsport car lines up, this is Freddie Tomlinson and Stuart Middleton in another Ginetta G56, ahead of Toro Verde GT's first entry, the number 80. In ninth place, Joe Wheeler and Esme Hawkey, again, Ginetta G56, lining up on the inside of row five. 
the outside of row five goes to the number 29 car, which is Ian Goff and Tom Wrigley sharing the race lab Artura with the Academy Motorsport number 61 car of Eric Evans and Matt Cowley behind on the inside of row six. This is the number 61 Ford Mustang GT4. Then comes the next Toro Verde car on the outside of row six. This is number 86 of Ian Duggan and James Townsend. Of course, Toro Verde GT again, Janetta G56 with one motorsport on the inside of row seven. The Ed McDermott and Michael Broadhurst driven number 12 Mercedes AMG GT3. Sorry. GT4, my apologies, I'm getting myself confused already. The only Mercedes GT4 left in the championship now that Drive Tack has stepped up to the top class. 14th place in the outside of row 7 goes to Century Motorsport. David Holloway and Bradley Ellis in a single round entry for their Aston Martin V8 Vantage AMR. The number 21 car, as I say, starts 14th place and on the Outside of row seven, the inside of row eight went to Aaron Morgan and Bobby Trundley in the number 68 Team Brit McLaren 570S GT4. They will start ahead of Paddock Motorsports, Kavi Jandu and Tom Rawlins in the number seven McLaren Artura. And that is the last of the cars that actually set a time in qualifying. That then means that the number 38 car of Simpson Motorsport and James K, with James K and Vasily Vladkin, will start in the 17th place position by virtue of the fact that James K set one flying lap in free practice too. Vasily Vladkin didn't set a time in the session at all. 18th place is the number 14 car. This is Century Motorsport. Again, another BMW M4. GT4 and all the M4s are the new G86 version uh, in in British GT this weekend. By the way, Michael Johnson and Chris Salkeld decided to try and save economise on tyres a little bit during free practice too, and that came back to bite them rather heavily on the ass when free practice too was used to set the grid. They didn't set a single flying lap, so they start in 18th, with 19th place going to. Enduro Motorsport, Harry George and Darren Burke. Um, not the Harry Nunn car as I had it down as yesterday. The McLaren Artura, which didn't set a time because it was busy being taken away from the circuit to get the damage repaired from when the rod went through the side of the block. So that's the grid for today's Silverstone 500 three-hour race on the Grand Prix circuit. Obviously, with it all being a bit up in the air, we didn't get out to speak to anybody yesterday, but my goal for today is to doorstep as many drivers as possible. So we should have some more voices for you for the From the Racetrack episode for this evening. Until then, I'm going to thank you very much for listening. I'm going to ask you to like and subscribe if you enjoy these episodes. And we'll look forward to speaking to you again this evening when we found out who has won the RAC Tourist Trophy and the Silverstone 500. Thanks for listening to the British Sports Car Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on socials at BritSC Podcast. This podcast is a Storm Vixen created production in conjunction with RPS Driven Media.